everybody who pitches like I mean you you know like fourth fifth inning you're like okay there's no hits but I think for me like the big moment walking off after the seventh inning like it was like my body it almost went like numb I don't know if numb's the right word but it kind of like just took over Welcome back to the Compound Podcast presented by Parse Rum. This is a special episode for a lot of reasons. First of all, it's episode 30, and that's a milestone. Second of all, we have Alec Mills with us from the beginning of the show, guest right away. I think because I promised the guest so many times that we didn't have one, that starting the show with a guest is only right. For the record, Dakota and I get on Ian's case every week about a guest, and then he's like, oh shit, it's Saturday or it's Sunday. We have to record and we don't have a guest. Why don't you bring a guest then? I'm trying. I'm trying. I get crickets. It's one of those things where Ian's going to be like, well, you guys can get guests. Who, who do we know, Ian? You tell me. No, that's not true because I've we've brought up players before and nothing just comes up of it. We can't get them. Ian can. You can ask somebody on the Cubs. Zach, you have a bunch of new friends on the Tigers. That's right. Where's Miggy at? Beats me. On his way to Kansas City or something. On his way to Minnesota. Zach, how was uh how was taking BP in Tiger Stadium today, which is actually Comerica Park? Tell you what, it wasn't a fluff BP session with that huge field. Mills, did you pitch there? I did pitch there. Yes. How many homers did you hit to center in BP? I don't even think I came close to the warning track. <laughs> I'm not even joking. It is, and I think deep. I hit one or two, and it hit over the bullpen in left field, and they were and like it hit like the wall near the bullpen, and they were like. Yeah, that's that's the old fence there. They just moved it in, and I was like, I mean, that's legitimately every ounce of power I have, and it wouldn't have gotten out of the old the old one. A little weird brag that you you hit a couple homers. Oh wow! Yeah. Off <laughs> off the back wall of the bullpen. DP, those count. Oops, sorry about it. Sometimes you got to fluff yourself, Zach. I appreciate it. Do you go there when anyone else is there? No, today. I mean, they were off today. And then we, we, your team, the, the team. Tigers are off today, so it was just five of us there. It was pretty cool especially since it was my first time there. And then we walked around, got to know Detroit a little bit, got to see the Ford Field, you know, defend the line for Mekis. Defend the den. That's right. That's home. Right where we like to be. We got the league right where we want. Real quick, uh, we made a bet last week, Dakota. We did, but (laughs) Ian, you can't tell me you're a Bears fan and make a bet on the Bears and then go on national TV and say, oh, I'm actually a Browns fan, which is I said, what no, I, I said I grew up. He was like, oh, oh you got to be a Steelers fan. I was like, oh, I grew up a Browns fan. And then I've never, I've never heard that. And yeah. then I said, and then I said, now I'm a fake Bears fan. And we made the bet on the last episode and I won because the Bears won. And I you think- owe me a bottle of Parse. Shout out Parse Rum. You owe me a bottle of Parse. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I won the PGA one we did because I think Shoffley finished the best. Of we're gonna all have to we're gonna have to do the math on that, and let's let's just wait until Mills is off so before we do the math. But you know who already has a bottle of Parse rum and a shirt from Cuts? Mills. I do. Yeah. I do. It was a preemptive gift. Preemptive strike. I he couldn't refuse after I had already given him the gifts. That's very true. And I also tried the rum. Very good, I will say. Wow, Very you good. did? You tried the rum? I did, yeah. Are you a rum drinker? Uh, I mean, yes and no. I'll drink about anything, let's be honest. And <laughs> he got the 12-year, and you enjoyed it. It was good, yes. It was good. I only had a little bit. People are, usually, the rest. people are usually surprised by that rum. It's always good to hear the reactions. Dakota was pleasantly surprised. Guys, guess what? Yes, Ian. Mills threw a no-hitter. He got lucky. And it was amazing. 
Uh, hey, you know what? Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. That's what I always say. I I have to say, and I think we we all talked about this because we recorded right bef- last week, right before, right? We did on Sunday. We did Saturday night. Or Saturday and night, Sunday. and then you did on Sunday. I think we all had our, our like share of emotions on that day. I was pretty emotional because I was thinking back to last year. We all played together in beautiful Des Moines, Iowa, and I was thinking about uh, Mills in Omaha, Omaha. <laughs> You're going to bring that up. This is a tough one to bring up. You're going to bring this up? Yes, because because this is what I was during the no hitter. This is what I was thinking about, like right after. And I almost I almost started crying because I was thinking about Mills in Omaha last year, giving up 800 dinker hits, like could not get out. Actually kind of an impressive outing, though. I think I legit gave up 15 hits, only five runs. Wait, was that was it at home? No, No, I was in Omaha. At it Omaha. Was Omaha. It was 15 hits and five runs and five innings. I was like, hey, that's kind of impressive. You only gave up five runs, honestly. I remember, I remember the last hit before I came out was like it was Bubba a backed Starling, up right? slider, Bubba Starling. I think the exit velocity might have been 40 miles an hour, and it went into the <laughs> four hole for a single. And that that was the kind of day you were having. It, I mean, it just was. Like, but it was the kind of, to that point, the kind of season. Yeah, it was rough. And I think that, that was, was I think that was the last outing before – everything kind of started to click. And I remember Mills in the dugout with the Mills is like the nicest guy in the world. And he kicked the fan. <laughs> this one of these big industrial fan, fans. He kicked the fan twice out of anger and like let out like a God, I can't catch up. Like something like I can't catch a break or like some fresh, like the nicest way to be frustrated ever with a couple <laughs> fan kicks. And that's what, that's all I could think about when he was, you know, come down the stretch of the no hitter. And uh, and I got really emotional at the end of it. Is that when the dumper really came out? Though was like after that. I feel that, like the dumper. I, I actually was going to bring that up. I don't even. I, maybe Dakota probably remembers more of actually the dumper story. Honestly, I don't even. People ask me, and I, maybe like the beginning of that year, I kind of messed around with it, and then yeah, towards the middle is when I really just started throwing it more. I don't know. Like, and the dumper for all the fans, the dumper is the sub 70 mile an hour curveball and the best part is during the season last year we would see how low you could get it yeah i would from the bullpen to throw it slower yeah i was about to say what did mecca shell from the bullpen (laughs) because if it was like 68 i'm like that's way too hard take it easy it needs to be 64 to 66 (laughs) I, I, i don't remember it like early in the year I think like maybe you'd like mix it in like once or twice a game, but then like midway through the year when you started clicking, I think you started throwing it more frequently. Well, I think like Hap said, it was just the point was like, I mean, what does it, what's it going to hurt if I try this? And so it was just, Hey, let's not look back. At what point during Mm -hmm. the no hitter, did you realize you were throwing a no hitter? I mean, I think like everybody who pitches, like, I mean, you, you know, like fourth, fifth inning, you're like, okay, there's no hits. But I think, for me, like the big moment walking off after the seventh inning, like it was like my body, it almost went like numb. I don't know if numb's the right word, but it kind of like just took over. And it was like, holy crap, like this might like I'm, I'm pretty close to this happening. And I think I took a glance at like pitch count and I was like, and I have a decent chance of them letting me go the whole way. So then, yeah, that's when I was like. Oh God! I had to go sit down and like take some deep breaths. <laughs> is it is it weird though? Like in that situation, because obviously everybody's staying as far away as you, like as far away from you as possible. Oh, absolutely! I think weird? it was like yeah, like, like sixth inning on. I, nobody even I don't even think anybody looked at me in the dugout. To be honest with you, <laughs> are you trying to like, keep it as normal as possible? Like yeah, no. So you, like 
Yeah, in Milwaukee. So in Milwaukee, the uh, locker room is literally like six steps from the dugout. So like, I was going in after every inning and going to sitting at my locker for until the one out until one out was up. And yeah, I was just just trying to do everything the same I have done all day and just trying to keep it normal like I do. I mean, I feel like you guys know I I, I try to stay pretty normal every start. Like I'm not like right. a you know put headphones on, lock in, you know, don't talk to me kind of guy. But I mean, yeah, it was just it was definitely just trying to keep it normal. I was going to say, I was texting Zach and C-Ray, like the whole, I didn't even know what was going on, honestly, because I was at, we had practice like until like halfway through the game. And I saw on Twitter that you were like through seven innings. I was like, what? I was like, how have I not heard about this? So then I turned it on and I was texting Zach and C-Ray. I was like, this is absolutely insane. Like we all had chills. Like we were all nervous for you. I can't imagine how nervous you were. Honestly, just in between innings is when you were fighting it. Like when you, I mean, you guys know, like when you get out there and you start playing, like then everything kind of, like even the ninth inning, I think I kind of got the the first pitch out of the way, Nottingham. I think it was a ball, and then after that, it was like, okay, like you're back to pitching, uh, and then I think got to pop out the next pitch. So that definitely helped getting a quick out in the, in the ninth inning for sure. But yeah, I mean, just fighting. It, it's kind of funny. I was talking to Baker about it. Like it's almost one of those things where you kind of want to let that in. I think the emotions of that helped. Like, I don't want to completely block out that there's a no hitter happening. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, let it in. Like it's a cool moment. Even if it didn't happen, it's still a cool moment to be that close. I was shitting my pants. (laughs) (laughs) I, in the seventh, this was a no hitter where we also scored 12 runs. So it wasn't like, like we were winning by a lot. It wasn't like it was a two nothing. Wasn't like a two nothing game where you were completely and totally locked in on defense, going like I can't let anything fall. So I'm in the seventh inning. I think uh, Billy Hamilton came in and maybe the sixth, and so I moved over to left. And in the seventh, I'm kind of talking to the bullpen, like d- literally in between pitches, like with Noble talking about. I can't. We were talking about something, and you know, couple couple of swings. Look back. I looked up with like an out in the seventh and went, holy shit, there's no hits. Oh, my God. That seems like my you would, reaction. I think if there the was a ball thing. anywhere near you from the seventh inning on, you would have to take a Sousa dive and dive from center field to the left field line. Every time there was a left-hander up, I was going, oh, my God. I can't, <laughs> I can't let anything fall in front of me. Because like at that point, especially 12 nothing, like if they – rope a double off the wall you're like all right that's 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 the end of the no hitter but if there's a blooper that you don't get to by a step you're walking off the field you're done <laughs> i think i think one of the coolest things uh i saw you like answered it in a tweet or something Mills, but how uh rossi was going to take jay hay out and just kind of give him rest and he said he wanted to stand for it i feel like that's sick that all the guys like stayed in all nine because they want to be a part of it so Hap talking about almost crying, like legitimately, like so. I had no idea. Obviously, I had no idea that that happened. That transpired, but the media brought it up to me after the game, and they said that, like, yeah, that exact, like, Jay uh, Rossi went up to Jay and he said, "No, I'm riding until the end." And, like, legitimately, I, I, like, I almost cried. Like, I, for I mean, and Ian knows this too, but like, Jay Hay is like he went out of his way when I got traded over to make sure, like, he came up and he knew me first and last name, like, shook my hand, like, "Hey, man," like. I'm Jason Hayward, like, welcome to the Cubs, like, happy to have you. And, like, I mean, you know, every day he goes out of his way and says hey to everybody. And, like, I, I just don't, like, that's the thing that people don't realize. Like, it means so much. And, like, for him to say that, like, 
it just it, i legitimately almost cried i mean I, I was definitely choking up for a dude with yeah. which he has 10 plus years now yeah and plays every single day like obviously in a nine i you know with the sixth inning it was nine nothing in that sort of game like he wants to be off his feet like he's the dude that our longest he's he's got the most service time position players i think he's got riz by like a year like he's the dude like him and riz are the first two guys you get off their feet and uh for him to say no and like want to go back out there and, and be on the field um it's just a testament to how good of a teammate he is it's nice, and, yeah it's nice to have a multi-time gold glover stay in the game for you too just in case yeah I, yeah absolutely you know I, I funny story about that so i was actually talking to uh maven the next day about it and he was saying like he like was on the be- on the bench and kind of wasn't really paying attention, like you said, where he was like, it was like fifth or sixth inning. We were up like nine nothing, ten nothing, and he said like he was just kept sitting there. He's like, man, I really thought I was going to get a couple at bats this game. Like I thought Jay Hay was going to come out. Cam Cam said he looked up in the ninth. <laughs> he said he looked up in the ninth and went, oh my god. Yeah, he's, yeah. He he said Greeny came up to him and gave him like some like cryptic message about like you know like Jay Hay staying in, but he may come out, but but anybody's like because. Greeny didn't want to say anything, yeah. and Maven was like, "What was that all about?" And then he said he like took a minute and looked up, and he was like, "Oh shit, that's what that's all about." Okay, that's why. <laughs> like, I don't know if you've heard this one. I got another good one. Uh, Lester and Chatwood were they were at home because we were playing Milwaukee, and they were getting their work in, in Chicago. So it was Sunday, right? So they're watching football. And they're going back and forth, you know, in the locker room, there's a hundred TVs. So they're going, they have a, a TV on the game and a TV on football and they're watching a lot of football and the Cubbies are up, which is, n- which is probably what I would have been doing. Yeah. Well, the Cubbies are up nine, <laughs> the Cubbies are up nine, nothing. And then 12, nothing. Yeah. So, you know, the game's well in hand and, and they're watching football and they look up, they get, I think one of them got a notification on their phone from like the MLB app, like no hitter watch. And they were like, holy shit. <laughs> that was kind of the general reaction. Uh, yeah. I think about, about the seventh, eighth inning for all of us. And, and yeah. Another funny one too. I think these are cool things that, that only the podcast has heard, but uh, That's right. Kim, Kimbrell actually came up to me and, and same similar thing. He said he like, he went out and like, yeah, like I, what do they go out like fourth, fifth, sixth, sixth inning? Like yeah, five, six. But he said he went out there and like, you know, casually. I mean, he's I think he's pretty loose most of the time until he needs to get going. But he said he was sitting out there and it was like seventh inning and he's like noticing like nobody's moved in the bullpen. Like everybody has <laughs> stayed in the exact same spot. And he said he's like, like why is everybody locked in right now? Like somebody's going into the game soon. Like we need some work. And he's like, like this is really weird. Everybody's still just locked in. And he said the same thing. He looked up and he was like. Oh, that's why everybody's locked in. Like, it's pretty. So those are a couple of funny stories I thought were pretty cool. And you, that's one where if you're Kimbrel, you're almost like, do I have to go back in the locker room? Like that's crazy, right? No, I think you do everything you've been doing every time. So I also like that's one where you call your mom after the game and you go, "Hey, ma, I was just a part of like I was there for the no hitter, and I don't know if I'll ever get to do that again in my career. Like that was pretty awesome. No matter how long you play, you might not have that chance again." Dude, like I, I, I really don't think it still hasn't like sunk in yet fully. Like, I, it's crazy. Going back out, going back out and pitching helped a lot because I got I could get past that. It was like I'm ready to pitch again. Like this was cool, but like I, I'm like also that gap between starts seemed like 800 days. I'm not gonna. Lie. That's that's a really difficult start. Riz and I were talking about this before his last start, which was two days ago. Coming off, you went eight shutout. Yeah, and the no hitter was gone within the third batter. Yeah, so you went you went eight shutout, and then you went nine. No, no hitter, six, right? Six shutout. Yeah, you went six before. Yeah, six. Okay, so the day the game before you went six shutout. I think so. 
I don't remember. And then you went and then you went no hitter. So two great starts and then you had all like bombarded with media, bombarded with everything, right? That you haven't experienced. No, gosh, that was I mean that was definitely out of the which is just and it's for I mean, I can't even imagine the amount of requests that you had and then to come out and pitch again and like go through and have another great outing. It's like that that part of it is the mental it's, challenge of going out. It's again. crazy. We talked about like baseball so weird because I thought I actually had better stuff and probably was a little sharper the last outing and gave up four runs in six innings. Like baseball is just weird like that. Yeah. It's really weird. I, I thought it was funny that the first hit you gave up after it was a homer. It was, was like, an it was absolute a, nuke, by the way. I didn't even watch it leave the stadium. <laughs> and you know what's funny? That home run was way gone. Still was probably 50 feet short of where Sano's ball landed at the later in that game. <laughs> the ball that the ball that Sano hit was was a as soon as it came off the bat, nobody moved. That's yeah, that's one where you're like, no, got me. So I didn't actually, I didn't even watch the first homer because it was like, well, that's way gone. Don't need to watch it. Sano hit it, and I turned because I'm like, I want to see where that thing lands. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh my god. So Mills, the compound is a huge fluff podcast so if you come fluff on we believe in fluffs you're, and you can fluff yourself so how many times have you watched part of your no hitter that's a great question um so uh i you i always i always watch like the full outing every pitch on on our on our ivy program after every start usually the next day probably at the field so obviously i did that um but that's an extreme fluff. Just going <laughs> oh, yeah. through twenty-seven outs. Oh yeah, I did no that. hits. And uh, I probably watched. I would say definitely the last, like obviously the last play with Javi, hearing the calls and stuff. I, I mean, I don't know. Right, like how many angles did you like? Every every media outlet did you hear? Yeah, every, I mean, I, I probably heard slash saw that last call probably I don't know a hundred times. Like I probably, not I probably even like not even trying to. It just kept like popping up and seeing it like. I would have looked it up in Spanish if I were you. I don't care. I don't need that. <laughs> that might be a, that's a good idea because you know that was probably an insane call. And how about Mills? I text him and obviously he's bombarded, but like says thanks. And then he asks how I'm doing with Tigers. I'm like, Mills, this isn't about you. Like, <laughs> no, it is. Like, ab- I was like, I hope you're still on cloud nine. Don't worry about me. I'm fine. Congrats. It's absolutely about you, man. Who that, cares? No, like, that's why he's the best of all time. No, you know what was bullshit, Mills, is how long it took you to text me and see right back. I said I need to be response after your parents and your wife. You know, I, I probably takes you what hour and a half after, maybe. It, you, at least you're, legit, you're no, upset legit. about ninety minutes hey, after the leg- guy throws a no-no. No, legitimately, the bus the bus time hinged on me. They were waiting for the bus time because I was like had to go through all that, and I answered probably half an hour media. Which, by the way, I've never answered more than three questions from the media. So we that's we were weird, we but. were waiting for at least fifteen minutes, uh, maybe ten fifteen minutes to give him a beer shower. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well. So Peter, our PR guy, he's like, "Hey, do you want to do this now?" Like, I'm like, "I mean, yeah, I want to do it now. Like, I'm not gonna wait." And so, yeah, I felt kind of bad. You guys were waiting in there a while. Yeah, they kept no, asking questions. Don't but... feel bad. No, no, no. That no. was your day. That but was your day. But I, when I was over, I could not wait to get in there. Like, that was definitely cool. It's like your birthday. It's your day. Yeah, and, I, and it's back and like I said in Milwaukee, we were. I mean, we're what six steps from. So like, I get to the dugout and I can hear him in there. He's coming. He's coming. Coming. So that was pretty funny. <laughs> Um, I feel like the only weird part about 
the no hitter was, I feel like there wasn't really like that one play that anyone made, like maybe Haps in the second. I was going like, to say, you're, you know, what do you mean? The signature play was Haps, huh? But that's no. one, if you don't catch it, I'm like, what are we, like, what are we doing out there? Like, make no, no, I think, I mean, you know, what's awesome is getting the signature play of a no hitter and it just being like running down a ball, like not <laughs> leaving your feet, like basically just running down a hard hit ball. I think if it happened in the obviously eighth or ninth inning compared to the second, it would have been yeah, you would the, have the magnitude is definitely much more. Too. It also would have been Billy Hamilton camped. So, <laughs> by the way, that ball he ran down tonight. Are tonight? you kidding me? Oh my god, this guy Billy Hamilton. Did you guys watch the game? <laughs> Billy Hamilton ran down two balls in the eighth inning, I believe, where yeah. it was like he was floating. I out think there. I saw they said like stat cast probability of like twenty five percent catch, and usually that's like a dive. He 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 did it running standing, standing up. up. I was like, yeah, I'd catch those two guys. The right center was one that I was just like. He should not have gotten there that easy. No, that was the one. Yeah, like that's the one I was talking about. Yeah, there wasn't a right center. It was absurd. Just, yeah, without no, but uh, yeah. I mean, I think Hap's ball to center was a really good play. Uh, Bodie made a good play on Bodie Yelich. Made a good play, yes, and then I think the other ball Yelich hit to Schwarb. Really good read. That ball was on a line and and pretty low. The catch didn't look hard, but I think that read is definitely yeah. undervalued. And there was a there was another one. Jay Hay was made a good play early. There was a bang bang with I think Javi made a play yeah. with uh, up, Garcia I think, maybe I think it, like rolled up his wrist and didn't get it right out of the glove so he had to double pump and that was definitely bang bang yeah that oh, was that before was I knew what was happening sixth, maybe that was before I knew it was a no hitter we would have given that an error though it's all right you know what goes through your head when you're in the outfield is what can I do to make sure that it's an error and not a hit. If I just run into the ball, will they give it an error and not a hit? Like if I, Javi said the same thing. So he said after the last play, he said once it like he said once he saw it got through, he's like I was gonna fall on the ground and let it hit me before it got through. Like, yeah. he was like I was gonna make sure it was an error before it was a hit. Yeah, you're just looking at the press box. Did you know he was shifted up the middle when the not, ball? Was- no, no. When he hit it, when he hit it, I thought it was a hit. I, you can see. Plus, I, well, but see the thing is, I think it got by me, and I was like, oh, hit, and then. Oh no, it's not. Hobby's right there, and I should have known he was shifting a little bit as a lefty. You know what? You know what we should touch on real quick is there's two guys in the locker room that have no hitters. Can you name the other one? John Lester. I was just saying. I feel like it's a pretty easy one. It is Johnny Lester. It's got to be trickier than that. It's just like, ah. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like Kimbrel used to start in college, and he has no hitters. Hey, like, that would have been cool. John John threw in oh, early on in his career, right? Oh eight, who's yeah. The, who's a lefty first baseman for the Cubs to hit twenty home runs? <laughs> Mills had to go to John to figure out how to engrave the back <laughs> the back of his no hitter watch. I did. It was like uh, okay, so. Yeah, I'm. I'm getting. I, I want to get Vic something, obviously, and and, and that's uh, the tradition. Like the tradition yeah, is, yeah. If you throw a no hitter, you get yourself a watch, and then you get your catcher a watch. So I like I like how you say that's a tradition. Like it's like this common known thing. Like, it is I common known. Well, you know that. I guess if you, you have that, Dakota. <laughs> well, you know how how we knew was because John Lester, who had thrown a no hitter, told us how John knew. Was Wakefield told him? Yeah, I think it's just a pass down thing. Oh. So Mills, you're going to have to tell C Ray when he throws one next year. Absolutely, hundred percent. I will. But no, I think I would. Yeah, it was like, what should I inscribe on this? He's like, well, I don't know. I'm like, well, I don't know. I've never thrown a no hitter, and so he actually <laughs> contacted Lester, and Lester sent a picture of his. Yeah, I had to get John to send a picture to try to figure out what actually goes on the back of a no hitter watch. So what, what goes on the back of it? Well, so Lester's just said Lester no hitter in the date. No, and the, and the opponent. T- and the opponent. Yeah, so that's what mine says. 
So Mills versus the Brewers in the date. No hitter. Are you going to wear that watch or is it more of a like showcase watch? Uh, I mean, I think it'll definitely be a showcase, but I think that's an, uh, that's a watch you wear for sure. I would yeah. wear that. 100%. I would rock like, it 100%. I think nice events like weddings, you know, maybe even a nice seafood dinner. You know, I think it's where you go. I think you wear that well, watch, right? Maybe if you go get some marks. I mean, <laughs> hey, hey. Don't don't uh, put a couple margs in Millsy. I tell you what, the watch that you got for Vic was this is pretty cool because we're in Pittsburgh, so it all ties in. But the watch he got for Vic because Vic's from Puerto Rico and he wore twenty one on Roberto Clemente Day. Oris did this uh, like tribute watch to Roberto Clemente, and you got him the tribute watch. It was like limited to three thousand pieces. Uh, because Roberto Clemente had 3,000 hits, has his like insignia on the back and this really cool thing. So I thought yeah. that was pretty special. Yeah, no. So I looked on yeah the Oris website, and it was like, that was the first thing. I think it was like a pop-up on the website was the Roberto. And I was like, that's, I mean, do you believe in signs? Like, that's unbelievable. That's exactly like I saw it. And I was like, that's really cool. I need to have that. But then I show, or but then it showed the back of the watch, and the back of the watch is where, you know, the special Roberto Clemente, like engraving, it's like, I think it's like a picture of him and then it's his a, number. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, dang, man, I don't think I can engrave that, which I was, you know, I should have just been like, whatever, who needs an engraving? That's a really cool watch. But they actually, uh, they were able to hook it up. They they found a spot to put it on there and it looks really, really good. So you, hopefully Vic likes it. Yeah, I'm he sorry. likes it. Did you do it like right away? Uh, Yeah, I mean, it was, I, I think... We had an off day the next day, and then I think started the process. I, maybe even that night. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty four forty. I think for me it was like we have how many? I mean, we had thirteen games left, so it was like uh, I kind of want to do this before we leave. So yeah. And they actually, I mean, they got it. They got it. They got it to us in two days. Before oh, the wow, we already got them. Yeah. So they no, yeah, we got them already. Yeah. Wow, that's sick. And they look they look really cool, and they did they did an awesome job. So that's pretty cool. You had an off day the next day, so you really got to soak it all in. Yeah, and it was it was actually nice because I I had interviews until probably noon or one, so I was able to knock those out. So that was cool. If only Carter was old enough to be able to realize what you did. You know? I know, I know. Well, so it's the, one of the coolest moments of the day, and this maybe you know nerdy dad moment, but so they actually they actually met. Well, Paige and Carter actually met me like a couple blocks from the bus because we took the bus home and I walk home and and yeah, I actually. He was he 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 saw me from like a block away and started smiling. So that was the first oh, thing I saw was him yeah. smiling at me. So that's incredible. And uh, he had his little Mills jersey on. It's still a little bit too big because I think the smallest <laughs> size you can get is like eighteen months. So, but no, that was actually a really cool moment. So they came and they came and met me, and then we had Pequod's pizza. You had pizza, right? He, yeah. Also, no free Chicago ads. Chicago style. No free ads. But Mills shouted out Pequod's in what interview? Like ESPN or? Uh well in the in the post game but then yeah I think yeah I think so yeah he he's just shouting out pizza places he obviously hasn't been listening to the pot enough so no free ads I, I saw it in like twenty different tweets I was like is this place like heaven sent like well, I don't so I think Maybe actually got to fire his PR team for that one well no listen crazy crazy timing I think like I don't know what what website or anything they came out with an article like two three days later two or three days later Pequod's was number two pizza in America according to this article Pequod so. For like Chicago style deep dish, there's like the the like Lou Milanati's and Giordano, like the places that are supposed to be the Chicago deep dish kings. Pequod's, from what I've heard, is, is a little different. Is supposed to be a little bit different, maybe a little bit better. But maybe people love it. Also, 
It was better. It might have been better two days later, to be honest with you. It was incredible. You know what's sad is that you couldn't finish it in one night. Oh, okay. The no-hitter changed you. Okay. No, 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 no. Don't listen to him, Mills. He sends he sends me a text the other day. He we said, don't need huh? We don't need to bring this up. No, I'm bringing it up. No, I'm bringing up something else. Somebody too. changing, Mills. He said I just ordered thirty dollars worth of Domino's. I was like, oh was yeah, funny. I love it. Like it was back, and he goes, yeah, none of it was pizza. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hey, Mech- nope. Mechas, can we please share? Um, your typical McDonald's uh, Uber Eats order, please. <laughs> you can't say it's typical. It was a one-time thing. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe you for a second that it was a one-time thing. I'd like to hear it. <laughs> I got like two McChickens, two McDoubles, no pickle, no onion, and two McFlurries. No, 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 no. It was two Sundays, one hot fudge, one caramel. He wanted to get one of each. <laughs> I couldn't decide. I was like, you know what? Let's get both. Let's treat ourselves. That's 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 still one of the most unbelievable things I loved it that night. And I'm like, did you get a Sunday for any for someone else? And he's like, no, absolutely not. They're both for me. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I pounded them both with ease. I was like, man, this is good stuff. No, I don't really. I'm not a Domino's pizza fan. Like, if I'm going to get pizza from like one of the like chain places, it's going to be Pizza Hut or Papa John's. No free ads. No free ads. Also, no free ads. Mekas, how many? breadsticks could you crush from olive garden in one sitting no i could eat nine this is no it went double digits don't lie to me no i cut myself off at nine so you couldn't say i ate double digit mills how did you like your cut shirt have you tried it yet Uh, i actually wore it like i think i wore it to the field the next day oh really yeah did it fit it was incredible so it actually fit great like not too not too tight on the body but tight on the arms made me feel kind of strong love that Stop. Don't eat Zach. Zach is that says, what he said too? That is basically exactly what I say. I said it's tight, but it's not tight. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, it's casual, but it's... Uh, and then it's got a hood. Zach, go ahead and promo cuts. Just give your promo. Athletic, but not... <laughs> yeah. it, I forgot what I said. It's casual, yeah. but not casual. Will said, said it perfect. You know, it's tight, but it's not tight. It's athletic, <laughs> but it's not. You know, you can wear it out. You can wear it to the field, and you look pro. You can wear it with sweatpants, and you look like, oh, yeah, that's, that's a great outfit. I'm surprised you're not the spokesperson for cuts with all that that you're spewing. I mean, did you not hear what Mills literally just said? I mean, it's like you could wear it while you're giving your son a bottle, or you could wear it at the bar and pick up chicks, you know? I think it's Thank both you. Ways. Both ways. Look oh, at wow. that. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, if I have a son, why am I at the bar picking up? No, sticks? that's why I said. But. That's, that's why it works for so many different people. Oh, that's funny. But don't forget, oh. promo code COMPOUND gets you 15% off cuts. That's right. And also, guys that throw no hitters drink Parse rum after they throw no hitters. Absolutely. I've heard that. Dakota, what else does Parse rum do? Uh, it plants a tree for every bottle sold. Yes, it does. Ooh, I did yes, read that on the Yes, it bottle. does. I did read that. We save the earth with every bottle. Straight from Columbia. Sorry. Oops, sorry. We're saving the earth. We're done. Uh, I, I did an interview the other day with uh, Marquis, Taylor McGregor from Marquis, and she finished the interview by talking about Parse rum. People just love Parse rum. You know what I need, though? You know what I'm done? I'm done watching the game on Sunday Night Baseball and them asking you all these questions, and it's – me and Zach just are nowhere to be found. It's it's like it's it's just Ian Hab talking by himself. I, I'd honestly rather that because the down like the people who listen to the compound every week know what it's about. That's right. 
You know, I don't want I don't want a Rod getting in on it. You don't want a Rod? Is that what we don't want? Yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah I don't, I don't, I don't, do you don't want, want to say that out loud? Did you say that on air? I don't know. You may want A-Rod, to track that. Honestly, a Rod said he would come on the podcast. I don't know if he actually would or not. But see, no, no, no. See, that's where you guys are wrong. He's competition. Great point. I, the other thing that I have to say on our show, because uh, I can be honest on our show, is you can't hear anything on with the the thing that's in your ear. They're like when you listen to the or watch the broadcast on ESPN, it's A Rod and Vaskersian are like super clear, and you would think that like in my ear it's the same thing. I couldn't hear anything because I have this little earpiece in and I have the fake crowd noise behind me and the music blaring, and so Vaskersian or A Rod was like, "When are you going to have Matt Vaskersian on the compound or on your podcast?" <laughs> and I said, "Who?" Because I couldn't <laughs> hear him, and they were like, "Oh my god, you don't know who Matt Vaskersian is?" I was like, "No, no, no, I know exactly who Matt Vaskersian is. I just couldn't hear because it was the middle of some the crowd noise cheering for Darvish throwing a strike." The best part was though, is you said "Who?" and A Rod goes "Exactly," or no, <laughs> Vaskersian goes "Exactly." Yeah, and then I and then I heard him say "Exactly," and I heard A Rod say like "Matt." Vaskersian, and I was like, no, 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 like I'll, like you can be on our podcast anytime. Like he's the voice of MLB the show. Every time he talks, I feel like I'm playing the show. So we have, besides no hitter guest Alec Mills, we have Matt Vaskersian, A Rod, and Big Cat lined up. Apparently, you're welcome. Competition, get it through your head. They're allegedly lined up. You know, I was, I was actually in the locker room when they were like doing the sound check on you, and they were like, "Hey, uh, Happer, can you hear me?" And it was funny because you were like. Guys, I'm being honest, can't hear you. The music's getting really loud, and they just—they didn't say anything. Like, okay, and then they went. I'm like, yeah. okay, I guess they think it's gonna work. I yeah, I was like, I was like, guys, gotta be honest, can't hear you that well. I—I <laughs> I texted Dakota in the first inning. I was like, I think Hap's mic'd up. I didn't know if it was for Marquee or for ESPN. Was that for the whole that, game? Is that the end of your story? I think I was mic'd for the whole. My mic was hot. I think I unplugged it in like ninth. My mic was hot the whole game. But they just talked to you. For but they just talked to me for yeah. two halves. Yeah. I would never. Be good with a mic'd up for the whole game. I mean, I feel he, like if something slips, you know, uh, yeah, the Cubs they, they do a pretty good job of not letting the it. Cubs have to approve everything that goes out. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. you know, you trust Peter to if you say because there was a lot of things that I said. That's <laughs> I, I just a lot of gosh going, and shoots yeah, going over four, one for five every day. Will will. That's what I was going to say. I was like, Ian Ian was struggling at the time, and I don't think uh, he would have been saying very nice things about it. <laughs> no. Hitting's if, fun, isn't yeah. it? If they, yeah, it's great. I'm sure they picked up some of the stuff I was saying in the seventh or eighth inning of that game, just talking to yourself uh, in center field. So much fun watching like the raw tape of that. They're just uh, laughing at guys motherfucking themselves. Just over and over and over again. Mills is going to be our first guest to ever do a full episode with us. Let's check the screen time. Oh, screen, screen time. You? you guys are not going to be proud of my screen oh time. Oh, my God. It's over here. Let me get it. I bet his is low, though. I bet he doesn't even. Ah, I, really, I really hope he has his on. He's a dad and husband. Because Mill sits in his locker, like, before games and stuff and just stares at his phone sometimes. Oh, no. Mine, if it's on, you, I'm not going to be proud of my time. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even know how Settings? to get to it. Settings? Exactly. Mine, mine's 656. Ooh. Dakota? 728 with an hour seven on TikTok. 728? Mills, go ahead. Oh, mine's, I thought mine was terrible. You guys are depressing. Mine's six hours, 37 minutes. All right. Dang it. Mine's, three, mine's 345. So you guys can't tell me like, oh, you played a game. Mills is 637. 
He's a pitcher. He has yeah, way he less. I didn't play a game today. Yeah, but he was still watching the game. He wasn't on his phone during the no, game. Yeah. You can't be on your no, phone during the game. No, no, no. Pitchers never go in the locker. You can't be on your phone during you the game. You can't. We have MLB security fighting us yeah, if can't. we even look at our phone. You can't look at your phone in the game anymore. So right. that makes it even more depressing that I was on my phone for six and a half no, I'm hours. I'm sure you just don't go to the bathroom and do it anyway. Seriously, I know there's no loopholes. There. No, no, dude, no, dude, no really, I believe you. Go to the bathroom and close the door on the stall and sit on it with your pants all the way up still. <laughs> I would do it. No, really, I believe you. Seriously, I don't. God, that's that makes me hurt a little bit after seeing that. That's wonderful screen times, guys. That's why you see, I don't even like looking at it. Like I looked at mine on Sunday, it was nine and a half. Like that's not fun to look yeah. at. And the best part is that Dakota cheats the system too. I don't cheat. He says because I play video games, it's so cheating. I, I don't have video games, so I'm on my phone, and Dakota substitute his phone for his video games, and then that all gets messed up. So he'll have like two hours, but he was on playing video games for twelve hours. Do you guys have anything else for the viewers, Dakota? Like, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Go watch the highlights of Ian, or Alec Mills' no hitter. Wow. Dang it! Wow, you all right? You had a little bit too much parsley over there. How you doing? No, I gotta throw. I gotta throw in nine hours. Nine hours, sick. Uh, you know who doesn't have any parsley? That's big. Big episode thirty of the Compound Podcast presented by Parsley Rum. Definitely not coming to you live from the Compound because we're in Pittsburgh. Thank you, Mills, for joining us. Thank you, Mills. You're the first guest to do a full episode. The Compound.